I, I consider boundaries to be kind of like a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like you can have like those soft boundaries and you can have them hard boundaries where like, yo, no, like if you do this shit, it's, it's over with. Like some, sometimes you got to establish those hard boundaries with people because they may be habitual line steppers. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I consider it like a, a spectrum. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined by my Splendiferous partner and co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Yandra. Welcome to The Buffet, a podcast where we continue to give you that endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and neat. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. What are we talking about today, Siandra? Today, we're going to talk about boundaries. Mm, okay. Now, what kind of, what kind, there's different types of boundaries here. What kind of boundaries do you mean? well i really think this is your question but it says here we're going to talk about establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries within relationships oh yes right do you mean only romantic relationships or you mean uh friendships family relationships well i guess in the context of this podcast i would i would think it would just be from a romantic aspect Mm -hmm. but as well you can definitely incorporate like other aspects because like a relationship is a time commitment as well. And that's something that you have to balance with like the rest of your life, whether that be with, you know, with socially, we like with your, with your friends, mm-hmm. balancing with that, with work and our school and, and, and any other responsibilities that you have with most other things, not relationship wise. I think we have like an understanding that like we have to maintain like a, a healthy balance, but I don't think that we do that for like romantic relationships i think it, we kind of go into it in the sense of like yeah this relationship should be prime and i should you should not place any kind of boundary on it because maybe it's going to negatively affect the the relationship does that make sense so it's like when you're at work you have no problem being like you know what i'm off here i'm off at five don't mm-hmm. fucking talk to me i'm like i'm i'm off i'm off work I'm doing what I need to do. But when it comes to like relationships, I feel like we are generally very re- reluctant to establish those type of, maybe, maybe not on some like, Oh, it's, it's got, it's, it's Wednesday at four 30. Don't fucking talk. I'm not your boyfriend no more. I'm not your girlfriend no more. But I'm saying it's in the sense of like being able to make, uh, establish like a, a boundary so that you can kind of have either like your own personal time mm-hmm. where you can kind of decompress and you're not, not feeling like you're underneath somebody or, or someone's underneath you and other boundaries and just like whether that be like behaviors or or activities that you just don't care to do and f- feeling like you have to do these things because this is your partner and by not doing this like it's going to negatively like impact the relationship if that makes sense yeah hmm. okay i think the first thing that you said was around time so talk to me about a boundary that you may set around time Hmm. That's a good one. I guess uh, I think I had this this topic, or I wrote wrote this topic down and discussed like months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
looking looking at it now, I can like the guess the perfect example was like at towards the end of last year, we kind of both kind of realized like yo, we haven't really been like pouring into our like our friendships and you know maintaining the, those relationships outside of each other mm-hmm. for you know a, a a good while, and you know we made that it that uh I guess now I want to say vow that sounds dramatic for no reason but we we, just, we we like we just determined that we would be more intentional about culti- continue to cultivate and, main- and ma- maintaining our friendships outside of each other even if that meant that we would have to pull some of that time away from what we got going on yeah um and yeah that that's pretty much the main one that i'm thinking of in my mind at the moment um and that so because that's the main one that's like of priority to me so i was like yeah i I definitely felt like I um whether or not it was actually true or not could be it's debatable but i felt like that i had not been given enough uh, attention to like my my other social groups and stuff that mm-hmm. i you know that i'm in, involved with and i you know i was worried that maybe it may have negatively impacted like the relationship and stuff like that uh Mostly, mostly the word was like, I feel like motherfuckers is having conversations and I'm not involved. You know, so they're they talking about so shit, nice. and I'm like, and I'm like asking to be caught up, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't like that feeling. I also recognize that that feeling is also just me being nosy, like in in <laughs> general, like I don't like to not know shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to examine that to make sure where I'm coming from, from that, what, where that feeling was coming from. Was that coming from like, I'm just a nosy nigga who just wants to know everything? Or did I actually feel like I was missing out on things because like I wasn't putting in the time? And I admit it's probably a little bit of, a little bit of both. Yeah. But what I can control is like the amount of time. So I, I, I can work on the, I'm nosy so I can like chill. Like you don't need to know this information. But I can definitely be like, let me make sure I'm more involved. So I've been trying to do that. You know, I've been trying to call people and stuff like that and be like, hey, what up, my nigga? I know you probably ain't got no update for me, but I just want you to know. You know what I'm saying, I'm thinking about you. you know, this is a, this. Is a, I'm. I said I dedicated this time to like catch up or whatever it may be. It could be five minutes. I mean, it could be thirty seconds. It could be whatever. But I just want to. I I want to be able to make have made that attempt. Yeah, as you're saying this, sometimes I think people hear boundaries and they have a negative connotation. Like yes. a boundary is a fence a wall something that you're putting up as a barrier between you and another person or another person's behavior and it can be that like you can definitely use a boundary as a way to protect yourself but it can also be something intentional and have positive outcomes so like the time boundary of like okay like yes I would like to spend time with you that that is a given However, I also need to nurture all the relationships that existed in my life before you were here. And so in order for that to happen in a way that is uh, feasible for me, I need to set up this like time boundary, whatever that might look like for you and your relationship. But I agree with you. I definitely think that it is something that you grow into or I don't know. I think that it could be different for every every relationship, every couple. But I, I think for me. I like you and I want to spend time with you and I don't have a problem spending my time with you. So it like, not that I didn't enjoy spending my time with other people in my life before you came along, but you're the new kid on the block. Like you're the new exciting thing on the block that I want to spend a lot of my time with. And I, I think that it was a good thing that we both realized like, yeah, we 
but we're not going anywhere, you know? Like, it, I think that that was the other part of it, too, for me that helped establish that boundary of, like, oh, like, yes, I love you and I want to spend all my time with you, but you're not going anywhere. So I don't have to spend all of my time with you because it's going to run out. Like, you're not going to disappear if I, I spend right. a weekend doing something else with other people. Yeah, we had we had established like a decent, secure base to the point where it was like, I don't feel like I need to constantly reinforce, reinforce the main, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like, you know, we good. We good right now. We have enough we have established enough of a, of a good relationship that we can you know take space and go and do other do other things mm-hmm. now to your uh, you made an earlier uh statement mm-hmm. about the boundaries is not a barrier so i was like yeah i, I consider boundaries to be kind of like a spectrum mm-hmm. like you can have like those soft boundaries and you can have them hard boundaries where like Yo, no. Like, if you do this shit, it's it's over with. Like, some sometimes you gotta establish those hard boundaries with people because they may be habitual line steppers. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I I considered it like a, a spectrum, and uh, so is time a hard boundary or a soft boundary? It depends on the effects of it on your on your life. You know what I mean? So like, if 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 you constantly feel like your time is being infringed upon, or you don't have enough enough time, and and you're constantly finding yourself trying to be like hey i don't have time i can't do this thing i can't do this but you know you, you find you f- keep finding yourself being pulled or pushed in certain ways that's taking time away from sh- shit that you things sorry i'm trying to cut, to cut down things that you are wanting or trying to do then maybe you need to establish like a harder boundary mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but if it's just something like hey i'm noticing it i'm noticing this thing and let me try i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it something like hey I, let me just try to like hey, from on these days. This is all, what I need to do. This is what I'm trying to do. And you're not getting any necessarily any resistance, or you find yourself being able to do it relatively easy, just just by the simple acknowledgement that you need to de- dedicate more time. Then that's all you really need. But if you need, but if it's not working, then maybe you gotta you know step up. You gotta go a little harder on the spectrum. You gotta mm-hmm. go a little deeper into it to establish potentially harder and or more firm boundaries. There we go. Not harder, but firmer boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. I definitely think that because your how you spend your time changes based off of so many different circumstances in your life, like your own energy, like where you're going to draw energy from, but also your work life, your family life, like there can be extenuating circumstances where the way that you spend your time is going to be changed. And so I feel like it's a softer boundary because it is one of those things that we expect to change over time. Ha, 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 ha. Hmm, I, see you, I, see, I see what you did there. This question, I guess what I would ask you is, what do you, what do you think would be some important, yeah, I'll say, what do you think would be some important boundaries to have in place when it comes if you're in like in a, in a relationship or you're trying to get into a relationship, you know you like you in the, you in the planet stage. You're out here dating. You sw- you know you swiping, mm-hmm. doing your thing. You're trying to you're trying to find Bay, and you, or maybe you already found it. And you're in the beginning of the stage, or maybe you're already in it. What what do you think are some good boundaries that keep in mind to have while you're building up this new part of your life? Mm, that's a really good question. Mm, I guess one of the things that I'm thinking about is physical boundaries which you can and can't do in my physical space i.e licking somebody's gums if it's a no it should be a no (laughs) i felt targeted (laughs) damn what you mean 
Or if you're if if your your person does not like feet, <laughs> wiggling feet. Wiggling, so I can't, I can't just wiggle my feet right here, right now. Just, like, I'm sitting down, chilling, just wiggling my feet. You tell, I just can't wiggle my feet. Like that's a weird thing. You saying I can't wiggle my toes in your presence? That's what you saying? I did not say that. Oh, okay. I'm just sure. giving you an example of a mm. physical boundary someone may have. Mm. Maybe you, you can wiggle your toes. Maybe you just don't wiggle your toes on me or near my ah. face. <laughs> Fair. Okay, and maybe, maybe for you, <laughs> no, maybe for you, your physical boundaries are a little bit softer, and maybe mine's are a little bit firmer. Mm. And so for you, it's like, oh, you don't mind this, and it's like, no, I mind. That's why I said something, mm. and then I said something again. Mm. So yeah, I think physical boundaries are really important ones because it is. Like you want to feel physically safe with the person that you're in a relationship with. So if they do something that you don't like or you're uncomfortable with, establishing that boundary early is an important thing to do. That's real. So I'm not going to lie, y'all. I had to look on the interwebs for a list of some different types of boundaries. No, I'm not cheating. They know we'd be looking on the interwebs. Mm -hmm. Another one is intellectual boundaries mm. and this talks about if you have opposing views how that can cause problems so mm-hmm. figuring out what you basically what you won't talk about mm. like setting boundaries to make sure that y'all don't go into that dark territory if you already agreed to disagree let's just not even talk about this anymore that's real hmm. i'm trying to think like, do we have any intellectual boundaries mm-hmm. no i think that there's some things that we've agreed to disagree about oh yeah we definitely have a a couple of those yeah but i I think that we still talk about them in a way that is respectful enough that it isn't like a a firm boundary like we can never talk about this again yeah i feel that but i do think that there's especially when it comes to politics and stuff like that religion religion if you and your partner have different lived experiences which you probably will because you're not going to have a relationship with a clone copy of yourself if there's something like that where it's never going to be a productive conversation, set a boundary of like, we're just not going to talk about this. Or it could even be a time-based boundary of like, we're not going to talk about this when we're drunk. Or we're not going to talk about this right before it's time for us to go to bed. You know I'm going to be tight. Why? 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 That's a that's an interesting thing to try to implement on something. Like you're trying to like, hey, when you're drunk, don't talk about this thing. My nigga, I'm going to be drunk. Like that, like drunk. But that's exactly but yeah but that's the exact reason why you shouldn't there may not be you won't have as much access to your logic and it is only going to end with both of us being frustrated especially if it's something that we've already decided we probably shouldn't talk about mm, that's true no i'm just i guess the funny thing is it's like you'll be counting on the drunk person to remember i'm gonna tell you, you. yeah that's true I mean, that's true. I hope you, you that's walk true. close it, it, to the fence. That's it's true. It's an electric barbed wire fence. And if you're talking to somebody that's so drunk that they can't like still like think semi coherently, that's a whole nother, you know, issue to really talk down to to discuss. So yeah, mm-hmm. but I think it. that could be another. Fi- I mean, well, I don't know if that's a physical boundary or like a behavior based boundary. But if say you are in the early stages of establishing a relationship with someone and you have seen them intoxicated and you're not comfortable with how they behave when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. You can set the boundary of like, you ain't going to be drunk around me. I don't like that. That's true. People do that same thing. Like or alcohol, like if they, if you, they're a weed smoker and their partner don't really like that at all, they can, they can kind of, they can set that, that boundary 
and as long as that boundary setting is okay with you know that per- person then mm-hmm. you know go with it because it, it would it would suck if you're like oh no reading around me i'll be like this is a large uh <laughs> yeah. part of my you know, kind of my day this is kind of like i really i really like doing this so i'm not okay with that boundary and then we want to discuss that and if it's like a kind of a no-go on your side that potentially could lead to some issues yeah that could definitely be a deal nah, breaker. it won't potentially would it lead to some issues yeah no i agree that could definitely be a deal breaker mm-hmm. if your boundaries no no hip-hop in my house man you better eat a whole cucumber yes cucumber sandwich. cucumber cucumber <laughs> no i i do think that the a discussion about your boundaries and learning what your boundary, what your partner's boundaries are early on is important because if you run across a boundary that just does not sit well with you, doesn't work with the lifestyle that you want to build, you're right. It's going to cause issues and it could definitely lead to the breakdown in a relationship, but there's also compromise and being accommodating, which we'll talk about in a later episode. And those, if those things come into play, you can still figure it out. Yeah, I mean, that is very true. That's very true. You can. Okay, another type of boundary is an emotional boundary. Mm. What would that look like? At least for you. Hmm. For me, I think it, talk, it speaks to, like, your ability to be emotionally available and vulnerable within your relationship so if there is like a almost like in Kanto, like we don't talk about bruno if you uh, have yeah. a we don't talk about this kind of thing that's the boundary i'm just not going to talk about this this is like a space emotionally where i don't want to go with you it's a space i don't like to go with myself and so this is a boundary that i have set in place i also think that it's helpful to have that set in place if you don't have the bandwidth to be emotionally available in the moment for your partner. So it's a boundary, but it's a softer boundary of like, if you bring me something that's heavy and you need me to sit with you and to process it with you, but I don't have the bandwidth to do that. I need to be able to say like, I can't do this with you or for you right now, but we can do it blank date in the future. That's, I hear that. Yeah, not a, there's some people who aren't good like in a in the moment type of uh, processing. Sometimes I need time to process <laughs> to you know get it out of system. So I, I guess it, but it, I guess the key is to be to communicate that ahead of time so your partner's not left guessing or and it, and if they guess they're probably going to guess towards the negative also yeah. like they are not receptive or this is the issue so so if it's already on the like oh you know they usually need x amount of time to process or they say hey you know i'm not give me some time give me until this afternoon or this evening and we can, we can revisit this because xyz is going on right now obviously there are gonna be some times where it needs to happen in the moment but in general like i said you can kind of open that like oh, is this something do you need like an immediate response or is this something that we can kind of we can table temporarily while, you know, we get our thoughts and stuff in order and we can come back fresh. Yeah. What would you say is an emotional boundary for you? That's a good question as well. But I, I can't think of anything in the moment. 
and I for an emotional boundary. I guess it, it's it's hard for me to think of one, mostly because like how I, I maybe express or process my emotions is very internal. Hmm. I mean, I don't I don't like processing my stuff like externally. I don't like to like speak on them. And then we break them down like that. I like to sit with them. I like to think, uh, mold them over, think about it. And that takes time. So I guess my boundary was I need time. Like off, off rip. Like mm. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be ready to process externally immediately. It may take days. I might, like some shit might happen on Monday. I might not be really ready to really sit down and really kind of go through everything until like Friday or something, something like that. Mm. Because I find myself, if I, if I hurry or if I get do it in a moment, I feel like that's another thing I need to process as well, if that makes sense. So it's like, I not only do I have to process whatever is happening, whatever's making me feel, whatever that emotion is, and then say, I, and then say okay, Casey, Andrew, this is what's going on, this is how I'm feeling. And then we have a conversation behind that. So then not only am I continuing to process that, init- that initial feeling. feeling, I'm also processing like how I f- felt about us pro- pro- doing that prim- primarily mm. pro- preliminary processing with you what you said how i feel about it did mm. you say anything i ain't like now then, then I, i'm going over that as well and I'm, I'm just adding to my workload my mental workload so i kind of just want to mull it over so i can get an idea of how i personally feel un i don't want to say untainted but un uh influenced by y- your own thoughts and, and feelings as well that way i can be sure that like, this is me this is how i'm feeling about it and i'm not being kind of maybe guided or influenced in any way which can in turn come back and bite me on some anxious thought randomly like ooh am I do I feel like I'm able to express or come to my own conclusions and stuff like that so I'm like let me get all of that processing out on my own and then I'm like okay this is what's going on this is how I felt and this is where I'm at now and then that's I think that's a good it works best for me in my mind and that's something it took me a while to realize that cuz I'm not very I'm I generally I'm just used to not I'll process it, I think about it, and then I'll reach a resolution, and then I'll go about my life. I never never haven't said anything about anything. Mm. Uh, I've done that most of my life there. It's just, you know, it's natural because I, I, maybe it's just I didn't feel like I could or, you know, no one cares. I mean, realistically, that has been my experience. It's like it's kind of like, eh, handle your business. Mm. If it's a problem, either solve it. Mm-hmm. In which case, it's not a problem anymore. And if it can't be solved, which means you have no, you can't do anything about it, there's no point talking and being, feeling some type of way about it because that's not going to do anything. But you put more energy in some shit that doesn't, you can't do anything about. That makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, I think my boundary is I, I definitely need time. I'm okay with discussing it, I guess, but I will probably, I would prefer not to until I'm ready. So I'm getting to the point where I'm just, being able to com- being able to communicate that and not feeling guilty for establishing that need. I respect that. I definitely think that a big part of what I'm hearing you say is like if you had been processing your emotions internally for so long and there hadn't been any expectation for external validation of your feelings or if there was conversation about how you were feeling, it was in an attempt to change how you're feeling, which I definitely feel like people do to young men. If you're angry, you shouldn't be mad about that. 
get over it. You'll be fine. Toughen yeah, up. Yeah, it's not really that. Like it's it. it the message I generally get is like you have no reason to be mad. Like this is like this. Here's the reason. Okay, now you you shouldn't be mad anymore. Get over it. And sometimes that may be true. Maybe it's just like your perception of the situation is okay. But I feel like it doesn't get allow me the the room or the freedom to just feel feel mad. Even if you know like it might have been a perception issue, but I kind of like it's okay to like go through the mo to feel angry. It doesn't don't immediately invalidate mm -hmm. you know the anger you know what i'm saying like feel it don't hold on to it feel it and then kind of get trained it then you process and get to the the root of it and then at the end you'd be like okay maybe i was wilding maybe i was i was i had a mis misconception i didn't really i didn't have the full information of the situation and you know now now i'm good and then you use that moving forward and next time that kind of situation comes up you won't get as mad because you'll be like oh okay this is what happened before maybe let me try to get more facts and then you can go ahead and do the situation but yeah i agree 100 percent with what you were saying that was a long ass long with way of saying i agree with you yeah i i think that it happens on both sides though i was gonna say that it isn't just young men who have the experience of i think that people do that to children all the time oh absolutely like invalidate their feelings and say like you shouldn't be upset about this or and part of it is social conditioning, right? Like you can't break down crying after every little thing. So you do have to teach your child how to manage their own emotions. Mm -hmm. But invalidating their emotions is not the way to do that. Because then you end up with adults who have trouble identifying their emotions and validating and experiencing their emotions fully to be able to resolve them and like manage them on their own. Um, so I think that it's a good thing to have the boundary of like, I need to sit with my emotions first mm -hmm. before I can process them with you or share them with you. And also it's a, a process of like internal validation. I got to sit with this and like accept it and say that it's okay for it to be okay. And this is for me specifically, like for me to be okay sharing it, I have to think that it is okay and valid enough for me to be able to share. Right, yeah, because I don't want to be telling you this is how I feel, and then it turns out like, yo, I am completely off the mark, and now I feel like a dumbass. Um, I mean, I think that's a fear. I don't, I don't think that's ever happened in my life, but like that is a like a legitimate like worry that I can imagine that was sitting in the back of my mind. Like if I bring this out, like, it, and it's not really that, you know, what I'm saying like, I guess it's more of a, like, can I count on people to not necessarily feel how I feel, but at least take it take my considerations into take my considerations into consideration like validated in the sense of like this is a real thing that should be giving mm. real attention to or will it be minimized mm -hmm. and if you minimize that are, are you minimizing me mm -hmm. so i think in order to avoid that potential outcome you just don't say nothing because if i don't say anything you can't and like devalue or de invalidate what I'm feeling or thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, it sounds like the boundary there is that you, I can't share something with you and you minimize my feelings. Like you can't. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that would lead to like, if I bring something up, I need it to be addressed. I, I need it. I need to, I need you to address the thing that I'm talking about mm -hmm. before we get back into the, I can't do this because X, Y, and Z. On, on some, you feel me? It's, 
I guess the fear of like you, a man brings up their issue and then it's immediately turned back onto the man in the sense of like, it's like this because you X, Y, and Z. I was like, no, 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 no. That's at, you, you're, you're skipping steps. That what you're saying may be true, but we're finna get to what I brought up first. And then after that, we can be like, hey, okay, in order to minimize this happening again or, you know, to help this process go along smoother in the future, maybe you, we can talk, you can make X, Y, and Z changes or X, Y, and Z situations in order to make it to be better. But at the heart of it, we need to address whatever my my thoughts or my feelings are. So, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely one. Like, don't, in life, invalidate my feelings. <laughs> um, that's not the bit in life. Yeah. If you do it, it, you'll be in death. If you do it, that's what's the result. No, nah, I ain't going to say all that. That seems it, a little egregious. It's, but it's like mm, I, I'm, I'm gonna look at you a little. I'm gonna look at you different. Mm. Strike one. Mm. Shit, it might be. A, it might be you get two strikes off top for that. Like out of, it's out worth of three, two? it might. I think. I think. I think it. I think it's, it warrants that mm. in a sense because like if because if we already know that men generally don't have have very tough times doing this doing this action mm. and if they and you're like i need you to do it, i need you to do it do it like, it like the relationship can never go as far as it can be or it can never be as deep as it could be if you don't do this thing and then it was like oh, i'm worried that if i do it you're going to invalidate my feelings that's why we don't do it and then i was like, all right fine I'm, i think i trust you i'm gonna try i'm, I'm gonna do it and then you invalidate my feelings nigga like you set yourself back like um. i'm never gonna do this shit again so like i it can't just be one strike behind it because this is this is such a this is such a rare and difficult thing to pull out of men but me specifically that to then when you when you get it and you fumble it it's like nigga so yeah so i think that might be that might be a move the other thing that i was gonna say that is a boundary that i would set with that i guess it's kind of argument discussion based boundary Mm. but if we're having a discussion or a conversation about a specific issue don't bring a new issue into that conversation Mm, that's a good one to change the focus of the conversation especially if you're the person who's being held accountable right like don't shift accountability to shirk the responsibility of your actions or to actually address and change the thing that we're we were previously discussing needs to be changed so let's let's take for example if if I lied about something mm-hmm. and you brought to me like, yo, you lied. Like, one, you shouldn't be lying. That's a problem. But you lied. So let's talk about your lie. And then I say, well, I only lied because you did blank, blank, blank. That's shifting the accountability off of me and the responsibility that I should be taking for lying and putting it back on you for some behavior that you did that caused me to do something. And I think that that happens that can happen happen often in relationships especially if you are not comfortable with being accountable (coughs) and you are also not used to like you don't think that there's a resolution that can be reached i think is like if if your mindset is very all or nothing you don't want to be 100 percent wrong or 100 percent right either like i think that you just want to not have to engage and so the easiest way to get out of the spotlight being on you or being accountable is to throw it back to the other person um and i think that that's a hard boundary we can talk about the issue but not right now now what you what you just said it's pretty it's pretty much exactly what i meant when i was talking about 
invalidating my feelings in the sense of <clears throat> if I bring up an issue of concern with you, then you immediately try to you know throw it back. You said it much more eloquently. But I think I think that they're a little bit different because well, there's a, a slight nuance because invalidating your feelings could just be you you being upset about something unrelated to me and me being like, now nah, that ain't no reason to be really mad. Or which is something that we had we've had multiple discussions about not feeling like you're on my side. Right, if I bring something to you and you're like, well, what about the other person? I, who are they to you? They're no one to you. Why are you talking about them? That's and real. Their side? That's real. That's real. That's real as hell. I, I, we're talking about the issue that I have with this other person. You ain't got no relationship with them. They're not special to you. Listen to my side of things before you start bringing in the other person's side of things and trying to be logical. Like you're making it seem like what I'm bringing to you is invalid because this other person may have a different perception of the situation. I don't care. Right now, I just need you to hear me. And like be with me in the moment and feel the emotion that I'm feeling. Yes, a resolution will be something that I, I hope to get to. But right now, right now we met. You, why are you not mad? Because I'm mad. And mm. I, I, I called you into the situation to be mad with me. And if you're not mad with me, you're in some ways invalidating my feelings. Mm. Okay. I, I feel that. So we don't, sometimes you just want to be on that, you know, fuck that whole time. Yeah. And by whole, I mean person, not necessarily a woman. (laughs) I think that it is important to, and a part of that conversation is like empathy, right? Like it is an important boundary to have around. Like I need you to be empathetic to what I'm feeling. Even if you haven't experienced it before, just an understanding of like, ooh, I've been mad before. I haven't been mad about this situation or with this person, but I've been mad before. And if you mad and you need me to be mad with you, I can do that for you. We can still talk about resolution. Like, I'm not going to be mad forever. But if we go straight to resolution as opposed to, like, you sitting in the feeling with me, that has the same effect that you're talking about of invalidating the feeling. Mm, I hear it. So that's the nuance, I think, between that part of the boundary and right. the other part of, like, in an argument, you bring up other issues that don't have nothing to do. I mean, they could. They could be related. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that you lied. We're not talking about what I did to cause you to lie. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the fact that you lied. And I think that that's an important boundary to have. That's real. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. So <clears throat> for me, as we've been discussing this, I've been trying to think up any kind of boundaries for myself, not to say myself, but boundaries that I would like to implement or things that are important to me that I want to make sure I protect in my, in my like day to day. Um, and it probably has to do with time, what? Like mm-hmm. the time to not be under you or you be under me. Mm-hmm. It is in not feeling guilty for wanting, not only wanting, but then requesting it, not requesting. Cause I don't, I'm not asking you for permission to have this. I'm like, I want like, this is, this is what's going to happen. I need this. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can't be like, yeah, I, just, I need a long time. You know, six days out to six days out of seven. That's you know, you, you're you're I reaching. Mean, you could. I mean, I mean, you can. You, I mean, you can ask for it, sure, but it's definitely going to cause an argument. It's going to be a conflict, and you probably and you're most likely wilding behind that. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't need all that time. So, I, the worry or concern I have is that 
it's not necessarily asking or, you know, letting you know that, you know, during this time, I kind of want to be able to, to sit with myself, be able to do whatever I want to do and sit and not have to worry about what you're doing or, you know, am I giving you attention and things like that. I guess the worry now is, is mostly asking for that because we don't we don't live together. We and we're so busy during the week mm-hmm. that the only times we can really see each other is during the weekend. So, but then the weekend is literally my only real free time that yeah. I have, and then that free time is mo- primarily being given to you. So then I still feel kind of some uh, ways because I was like, damn, I don't have time to just like chill on the couch, you know, read something, watch watch YouTube, watch some shit that I know you don't really give a shit about, but I do like. So I think I feel guilty wanting to still have, well, yeah, to have that free time because I I know the circumstances don't really i'm not gonna say allow but it doesn't make it convenient to to do so so i felt so i feel like if we had if we either like live together or not to say live because we still have this, our same schedule so it'll still be the same issue if our if we were able to see each other more more frequently during the week so i well, we, we can see each other more during the week and it's not all concentrated in like a day and a half or two days it would it wouldn't feel as bad to be like Okay, now this is my. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be as difficult to just schedule your own like free time without necessarily having to ask for it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like I, as it is now, I feel like I had to ask for it because of how infrequent we see each other in the week. Like we only have two days out, you know, out of the week, so to speak, and we're both busy, but we're spending our time together. But I was like, damn, I feel bad if I'm like, yo, I need. Let me get half a day so I can just like. Chill out. Yeah, chill out. Let me not, you know, I have to worry about nothing like that. That literally brings our time together to a day and a half, probably just a day. Yeah, I was about to say. You Let me keep it, keep, yeah, yeah, keep it, keep it a bug. It's probably gonna be like I want a day, but like to ask for that now, we're cutting our time and literally in half, mm-hmm. and I feel guilty for for wanting that. And I, but I said to say that I am not guilty for. I shouldn't feel guilty for wanting. A long time at all, mm-hmm. and I encourage everyone to have some alone time and build that into the, like your relationship. So I guess I, don't, I guess we'll see how we, how it works out when our schedules are more more free and we have more time to give each other during the week, in which then I can kind of reclaim my time. Reclaim you know, my time. So, time. So I get, but that doesn't necessarily solve the issue now. So I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how I can like implement. I think it's been working kind of organically in the sense of like every other week or something you have like an event that you have to do like hanging out with family and friends and stuff like that and i'm i'm quite okay with that like i'm very much okay with that i can go longer without having to see you without feeling some type of way than you can for me mm-hmm. i believe correct me if i'm wrong and i feel and i feel guilty for being like well you know i can see you like once you know uh once out of, out of the week and be like okay and be like it'd be fine like that's that's that's, necessary, that's manageable maybe not on a it's not manageable on a sustained period of time but for for this period that we are our schedules are so such so in flux like I can you know I I'm willing to to do that but I know that's not something that you really want to do at all so then I feel guilty for like can we just let's just, let's just do that because it it will make sense it will work better for both of us in the sense of being able to get everything we want to get done accomplished I understand that. I'm presuming that there are some things that you could probably be getting done on your side as well, but you feel like you need to see me. So you kind of deprioritize those things, but, and then, or you may, you may feel like 
you're not giving the proper amount of attention to the relationship if you do those things, even though it will work for you in the time, time sense. Um, but I feel guilty for being like, for making that statement because I worry that you would think that I don't give a fuck about the relationship. I thank you for sharing that. I do think that I probably felt that way more so at the tail end of last year. But I think me spending time with other people is me like reclaiming my time in certain Mm -hmm. ways. Like there are a lot of relationships that I have that I was a little bit. I mean, there was a, a lot of things that were happening towards the end of last year in terms of my schedule picking up and being significantly more busy that took my time away from those things naturally. And so my time the amount of time that I had was condensed significantly. So to your point, there's only two days out of the weekend. And one of those days I'm working six hours. And then I have like one day that is fully free time. And so trying to divide that time between family relationships, friendships, and you, and trying to take care of myself, I did struggle. Like it was hard to figure out what, how to do it all. And the thing that was easiest for me and felt the most comfortable <laughs> was just like, okay, I'll spend my time with Brandon. Like that's where I want to devote my time and spend my time. But I, I do think in this new season of life, reclaiming my time is really just about spending time in other and focusing energy in other areas of my life that are fulfilling for me. And I hope that it feels like those because that is how I'm spending my time. It's giving you the free time because I'm not available to you. So you get that free time. Yeah, back. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, because you're doing that, it's allowing me to get my my free time. <clears throat> Be 100% honest. When you started implementing that schedule, I was like, oh, thank God. Like, it's, it, the, the pressure of me having to request that time was like, it was mm. like alleviated. However, but then, but then I started worrying about you. Like, you're busy. When is when are you gonna get your like? Everybody leave me the fuck alone. Let me be by myself. Type time because I know that you want some of that as well. I think. No, I definitely do. Okay, but I feel like uh, I don't know when that time comes. In part, I try to make a little bit of that time during the week, like at least one night out of the week, not do anything in the evening like not schedule a call with someone not be working on an assignment or or working super late so i can have some you know some of that me time that i that i need but i guess the question is is that enough though like for me that's enough that's not enough like i I like having like me time where i ain't gotta call nobody i don't feel like i need to call anybody I don't. I don't have to be doing anything for my job. I, I'm saying like I don't. Ha- I don't have any boy friendly res- duties or responsibilities. I can just be. Mm-hmm. Like ideally, I would love to be able to do that shit low key a little bit, a little bit every day. But that's not feasible at least in this current period of time. So, so I'm hoping I can at least get a one full like one full day of that. And I know that that one full day is not enough. I need, I feel like I need like one full day, and then maybe a few hours every every couple of days in between. If that if that makes it if mm-hmm. makes sense. What do I need? I mean, I'm okay with the schedule that I have right now. I don't feel 
yeah, I don't feel like I don't have enough time to myself. So I'm okay right now. I take the time that I can during the week. I think working out more is also me taking That's some me facts. time. Big facts. Uh, so I feel like I have all of the time that I need right now. And if anything changes, I feel better about communicating the need for that change. Because I think that when once we both realize it, and it wasn't just like, uh, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like oh, you both, you feel it? Too? Oh, okay, I don't yeah. feel. Oh my, thank God. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not crazy. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, like this new schedule for me, my new work schedule now, since I'm only like doing one, one job, being able to build in that 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 break I have, like for that mm-hmm. that extended lunch period, that allows me to actually have time to work out in the middle of the day instead of like having to wait till like eight nine o'clock p.m. By the time I'm done working out, it's like ten, ten thirty. All I can really do is like take a shower, maybe grab a, a late meal, and then go to sleep, and then start the day all over. It's very, it was annoying as fuck. Yeah. So having that time to actually get that in the middle of the day, and then by the time I'm actually done with my work day, it's like you know eight eight ish time, and I feel like okay, I I now have time to kind of like decompress and mm-hmm. like spend time doing BS if I want to, and go about my day. So that's definitely helped a lot. So I can only imagine how you feeling when you when you're struggling to be able to do any of that during the middle of the day. So I imagine like your your needs will be magnified because you're you don't have any small outlets in the middle of the day. Um at least as much as I currently have in my in my schedule. So I know that it's not ideal for you and you are okay. Like it's manageable for the moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm asking like what would it what do you think it would you would prefer once like the the responsibilities that you currently have that's pulling your time are no longer a factor. Hmm. So come summertime, what's up? But I think we're gonna be in a different place. I, I don't know. It's not gonna look the same. But you can say what you you. I, I mean, I, our schedule's not gonna look the same, but you are gonna still have the less the, like the same needs. Like, let's say like right now, what would you prefer it to be? What would you like it to be? Because we can, since we you know what now is, yeah. What would you like? How would you prefer your? What would I change about right now? Right now, in order to have more, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just need like one extra day in the week, and that would be enough for me to. Yeah, I think I I have enough time to. Sometimes I have enough time to take care of all the things that I need to take care of, and then I. No, sometimes I'm still feel like I'm squeezing in things that I need to take care of in between like my work, school and internship schedule. Mm -hmm. So what I would change is I would have another day and that day I could spend working on personal tasks, like do stuff for myself, knock stuff off of my own to do list. Self-care, hair, nails, that type of stuff. Uh. Not on a weekly basis, right? but yes, like to do this stuff, like personal tasks that I need to do, I would also add in some more time for me to be able to just like sit down and read. I think my brain is so tired at the end of the days that I have that reading is not what I want to do at the end of the day. I just kind of want to go to bed and time to be able to go out and do things i get so many things delivered because i don't really have the time to go out Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. browse shop look at stuff i would like to have a little bit more time to do that because i realize i once i squeeze that in i'm like oh this was so much fun i had such a good time and i just don't have the the time to be able to do that as consistently as i would like okay i I guess this kind of goes into 
which reminds me of something I just I was just reading today in the uh, the book you you told me to read the, the Big Leap, mm-hmm. and he was the author was describing uh, the difficulty that a lot of people have with you know time. It's either I have way too much time and I'm bored, or I barely have enough time and I am scrambling and I'm super super busy. It's nothing ever. You've never heard anyone say. I had just enough time to get everything I wanted done. Mm-hmm. I, you, that shit is never in life. You, no one's ever heard that been, been said. So and so his concept is like we need to get off of the the, New, the Newtonian time scale and onto the Einstein time scale in the sense mm-hmm. of like and when the Einstein time scale is, is based off of his relativity his relativity uh, line about the you know one. one uh, what was it like a, a minute with someone you love can feel like a second. But and but a second on a on a hot stove can feel like a minute, mm-hmm. and he's he's trying to he tries to get us onto that scale in, in the sense of not feeling like you that you have you have time, but you are the arbiter of that time. Like the time comes from you. Yeah. You, don't, you don't go and take time. You make time. Mm-hmm. So and and I guess to our point is like how can we get on that scale like. That is something I would like to be able to implement. And one of the things he he said can help is go on a on a time diet, and a diet would be no more complaining about time. Like don't because mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time complaining about time, time that you can be using to do something else. So he says just go just go and don't complain about don't complain about you not having time. Just do what you need to do. If you don't do it. So be it, but don't don't complain about it, and just go and just go about your day. Don't worry about oh my, am I going to be late, or am I going to be, or am I going to have time to, to fit this in? Just just do the thing, and if you can't do it, you can't do it, and just see how that changes anything. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't I don't feel the way about time that I felt last semester, like in the fall. I definitely feel a little bit more in control of my time and a less less like anxious energy around time and being able to manage my time. Yeah. Honestly, besides asking me that question and like thinking about what I, what would be like in an ideal world, I'm very happy with my schedule right now. I feel Mm. much more fulfilled and feel like I have energy to devote to multiple things. I feel, and that's, and and that's been a benefit to you, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that because if you go into it, with the feeling of like, oh my God, I'm not going to have enough time to do this thing, then everything is going to everything is going to feel like your hand is on that stove. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to feel like you know that this moment, this moment of not having enough time, it's going to feel like forever. Mm-hmm. But but if you just kind of go into it in the sense of uh, like changing your pers- just your perspective of it, of just like just do the thing, it, it you you'll find yourself in the whole like one second. Or the one minute feels like a second. Like you feel like feel like, yeah. Because we all had that time when we were like you been in the zone, like you you killing it, and you're like, yo, half the day had has definitely had gone by, and you look at the clock, it's been like an hour. Yeah. And it's generally because you're you're in a positive mind frame. You feel like okay, I'm doing something. Versus like you feel like you done did a day's worth of work. Like I've been grinding, but I hate every second of doing this. I was like, a whole, I should be. It should be by four fifty right now, right? You look at the clock, it's not even noon. Yeah. Because you hate what you're doing. Mm. I, think I think it's a whole different, it's, a, it's a whole other conversation. But the the boundaries is very important to establish within your life period 
but definitely within like your relationship because you still have a life. Your life is not the relationship. Yeah. Your relationship is part of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have a dip- difficulty realizing that. Like you, you, you build your life or you build your relationship around your life, not your life around your relationship. Mm-hmm. Subtle, but a significant like difference. Is that your final food for thought? Damn, it is. <laughs> I would say my final food for thought is boundaries are important to establish early, mm-hmm. but also like you said, they're on a spectrum, so they will change over time. So be comfortable in communicating how your boundaries change over time. Or or hopefully your relationship is safe enough that you feel comfortable to, to share how your boundaries change over time. That's real. We good? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a, that was another serving of the buffet. Holla at us. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son. Work that out. (laughs) Tell them what they can follow us at soon. Math problems. All right, if you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at thebuffetpod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been The Buffet, where we give you endless food for thought. We out. <laughs>